This is Dai Zenshu EX, the podcast, episode 144, for the week of August 31st, 2008. Welcome to Dai Zenshu EX, the podcast, an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fansite, Dai Zenshu EX. We cover anything and everything in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of enter. Entertaining? Hey, that was kind of good. Did a good job there. Wow, I'd be boned if I didn't know how it goes. <laughs> you have to have been here for about 144 episodes, I think. Yeah, except I haven't been here for 144 episodes. That's true. I think I have. I was maybe sick once, but I was kind of on the show anyways. Got to be. I have to edit it. Got to be here. Yes. Mary, that's you. Hi. Hi. You are present on the episode of Dai Zen Shui X, the podcast that refuses to be recorded. <laughs> Yeah, it's been an interesting long weekend, and that nothing has been getting done. Absolutely. Well, we've had fun, but yeah, that's the most <laughs> nothing productive thing. actually got done. Correct. Uh, so you're Mary. How you doing? I'm swell. How Enjoying are you? Enjoying yourself, Mike. How does it feel to have a windscreen and a shore microphone? Well, they're not mine, so no. I don't know how it is. Jeff has gone for the weekend. I was like, hey, let me borrow your mic for the weekend, so I don't have to use a Radio Shack mic on Mary. Oh, I'm getting upgraded, but it's not mine, so. Yeah. I'll get another one of these uh, condensers for you in the near future. So that's you. Hey. Hi. I'm Mike. Yeah, that's you, Mike. The Mike, the Vegito EX. Uh, I don't have anything else to say about myself. Let's intro. I can't introduce him. I really, really, really wanted to last night. We were set and good to go, except that we weren't set. I was getting audio from him. It was showing up. The only problem was I couldn't hear him, and that's another reason. Let's go through the weekend and explain why this show could not be recorded until today, which is Sunday, the day I actually want to get it out. So Friday, we were all set to record. I had coordinated with Julian like Wednesday. We're all good. Twenty-one hundred hours, as he proposed. Mary, you and I go out to dinner. We're classy folk. We decide to go to the Olive Garden. (laughs) Yeah, real classy. (laughs) And uh, the two of us get these nice Italian margaritas. And they kind of do us in. (laughs) We come back. I fell asleep. How about you? Did you fall asleep? I tried to fall asleep because I had a really bad headache and my nose was congested, but I didn't sleep. Oh. And then 8.30 rolled around. I woke up. I was like, fuck, I'm supposed to record a podcast in half an hour. So I get up. I'm messing around. Julian's on. I'm like, um, I just woke up. Uh, Mary's in bed. I don't think we're gonna record tonight. I felt really bad, but, uh, so then we arranged for the next day, Saturday, at the exact same time. We're good. You were actually out. You're doing, what were you doing with your sister? I was out at the mall with my sister buying bridal makeup. Oh, girly stuff. Yes. Fun times. So you come back, you're doing your makeup. I'm like, hey, Julian, we're, we're here. We're gonna get ready to go. Oh, great. I had the mics all set up. I even took a picture. I'm like, yes, I'm ready to go. And, and then the way I have it set up is Julian's recorded on a separate audio track over on a different computer. It's actually Mary's old computer that I've installed Linux on. It just acts as basically the secondary audio recording thing. So I'm doing that and like, all right, I got a signal from Julian. This is great. I plug in the headphones. I get nothing, which means we wouldn't be able to hear Julian. We could record Julian perfectly fine. We could be talking shit about us and we wouldn't even know. (laughs) I would have no idea what he was saying until editing. That would be an interesting show. Record it and not be able to hear the other person. That should be an experiment. We should do that one time. But But not this time. Not not this time. So I was like, um, I can't figure it out. Uh, I actually know the you were, you were a sad Mike. I was a sad Mike. I know what the problem is. It's your old sound card where it's very temperamental on when it wants to output stuff. So I hooked up the laptop. I'm like, oh, let me see if I can do this. And it was getting all good. I'm like, fuck it. I'm not in a good mood anymore. I'm not recording. So we played Pokemon Ranch for a while instead. And then Snap. And then Snap. And then my sister unlocked the final two Pokemon in Pokemon Snap. It was very exciting. Yes, it was. And it put me in a better mood. 
<laughs> watching my Pokemans on the TV. So now it's Sunday. It's just you and I, Mary. The show's supposed to go out later today. And we gotta hit the road in 45 minutes. Alright, so this show's gonna be uh, less than that. We've gone through about two topics over the last week trying to figure out what we're gonna do. One of them was delayed due to forum um, up and downs. The other is... I- I don't think we have time. We want Julian to do it. We're just going to do a show. Damn it. We're going to put something out this Let's week. Let's put on a show, Mike. All right. I'll up. dance around. You won't be able you to do You do that it. anyway. I'll dance in the microphone while I'm recording. I'm doing a little jig. We're going to talk about news. The hold down with the news. Uh, news. What else we got? We got emails. We got lots of releases. But before we get to news and all that stuff, a couple little stuff thingies. I already told you what we're going to do this episode, which is really not a topic. Try to hit all the other stuff. There is a lot of new material coming in over the next couple of weeks. Uh, some of it will give topic things to talk about. One is uh, the Burst Limit soundtrack. That's I think it actually already came out on the 27th. I ordered it along with the 10th anniversary printing of Dragon 98 Live. So I have it set up where it's like, don't ship until all items are available. So that comes out on the 10th. So sometime in the middle of next month, we'll be doing a review on that. CD. Uh, I think that's it for upcoming things. We've got some other topics we want to do. We're going to be pulling in some guests to do some fun discussions. We'll be doing some manga stuff in the near future. So I think that's it. Let's do news? Yes, let's. News this week is kind of uh, Dragon Ball mentionings elsewhere on the interwebs and a couple bits of actual genuine news. First bit we got here, Mary, why don't you go ahead and click that and you can see the little pictures on it. Okay. It's a blog I follow. It's the Game Life blog over on Wired. And because I have somewhat of like a, a man crush on Chris Kohler for his vast amounts of knowledge, I like this blog. It's actually Gene Snow who wrote this. It's just about the UFO catchers over in Japan. Mary, if you scroll down. Well, was... I, I, right off the bat, I see Dragon Ball. <laughs> okay, yeah. He was going after uh, a special Goku thing in here. They're saying how, you know, the UFO catchers, the arms are really flimsy, and so it looks like you can actually get them, but they don't hold on really good. It's just tough to get. I guess he's some kind of master at it over there. So it's just an interesting little article where they're talking about uh, UFO catchers. Mary, for those who don't know, what is a UFO catcher? It's like the crane game. Yeah, basically. Pretty much. Little stuff in, like, little plushies or other little toys, assorted things in there. But it's kind of a bigger thing in Japan over here. Mm-hmm. Or then over here. So that's that. More news we got going on. A Dragon Ball live action movie trailer supposedly coming in October. That's right. It's supposed to be paired up with, um, oh, forgive me, I already forgot what movie. Max Payne. Thank you. I knew it was something video game related. Yeah, starring uh, Marky Mark. Are you a Marky Mark fan? No. no? Uh, although I do know he can act. I'll give him that much, but I... I can't say I'm a fan. No, I might want to go see it. I don't know. I guess I kind of have to to see the trailer. That's really lame that I would go see a movie to see a trailer. So maybe I'll try to enjoy the movie itself anyways. I don't know. I want to go see it. Anyways, coming out of comingsoon.net, Dragon Ball trailer coming in October. Supposedly October 17th when Max Payne comes out. Yeah, we're going to have no time to see movies two days before the wedding. <laughs> oh, shit. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We'll um, have to rely on the internet. I guess the internet will tell us what's going on. Uh, there you go with that. Other things going on. Anime News Network is always putting up uh, the Japanese DVD charts and that kind of stuff. So for uh, August 13th to 20th, Dragon Ball Movies 1 and 2, respectively, took the 2 and 3 place. Because they just can't beat Totoro. No, Let's Totoro. Let's be honest. And it's not even a new release of Totoro. It's an older release, and I guess there's just a lot of Miyazaki stuff going on um, because there's a new film in the 
actual theaters. And so old Miyazaki stuff kind of gets a little bump on the charts every time there's a new I film. I did not know that. Yep, yep. So they're doing pretty good. Those were, uh, they came out on August 8th and they're still pumping along. We're going to talk more about those singles. I guess we'll do that right now because we have new covers for upcoming movies. Actually, three through six. So it'll take us a few months down the road. Mary, if you click over to Dai's and Shui X, we got them up on the home page. Why don't you tell me what you think about these covers? I like them all except for five. Really? Yeah. I'm actually thinking I dislike four the most. I like them all. So for me to say I dislike that one the most isn't saying a whole lot. I really like the movie Six One for some reason. I like three the best. You like three the best? You just like Taurus up yes, front there going, the apple. Yes. What's uh? What about movie five? Don't you like? Is it a little too much white space up there? Or? I think so. Even the movie six one is a little off center. You know, three and four are pretty well proportioned. I don't know. They're cool pictures, and uh, we'll give some release dates on those as we get on in the episode. Other stuff. Mary, we just got this last night. Dragon Ball Z Trilogy for the PlayStation Late 2. Late breaking news. It's an interesting mix of games uh, coming out in this trilogy pack. It's Budokai Tenkaichi, Budokai Tenkaichi 2, and Super Dragon Ball Z. Yes, not Budokai Tenkaichi 3. So I'm not really surprised that they didn't do a three-pack of the three, I guess you would call them, sparking games. Although, you know, maybe they should, you know, later down the road, put out all three games together. But the problem with those games is if you have two, one is irrelevant. If you have three, two is irrelevant, you know? Mm -hmm. So to have the first one and the second one and Super Dragon Ball Z, we loved Super Dragon Ball Z so much. It was probably our favorite game of the entire PS2 generation. So we don't have a problem with that being included in this three pack here. It would be interesting, I think, if they did one of every genre. Exactly. Like throwing sagas or something crazy shit No, no, it should have been the Budokai Three Collectors Edition, Budokai Tenkaichi 3, and Super DBZ. Maybe not right now. It's kind of a weird time to release a trilogy pack, I think, because the third game in the Sparking series is still relatively new. It's now less than a year ago. So what's the purpose of putting out this pack? Uh, I just don't More get it. More monies. It's an Atari thing exclusively. We haven't seen anything like this coming out over in Japan. My recommendation is just skip this entirely, get Super DBZ, I think it's like 10 bucks used at GameStops, and pick up Budokai Tenkaichi 3, either on the PS2 or the Wii, whichever one you want. Don't get the, the previous two games if you don't already own them. They're really irrelevant if you have the third. So that's that on the trilogy. That is coming out when, Mary? It's coming out in just over a week, September 9th. How much it be? 30 bucks. That's not too bad. It's 10 bucks a game, but like I said, you can get Super DBZ used for 10 bucks anyways, then just go and get Budokai Tenkaichi 3 or Sparking Meteor. So you're asking people to spend more money. Well, hopefully they already bought all this stuff. If you're listening to this show, you probably have. These are like the coolest fans in the universe that already own all the cool things. So this trilogy pack is kind of for the the average casual Joe who don't know thing. Let's move on. We got any other news? I don't think we actually do have any other news. We got emails and we got releases and all that kind of stuff. So you want to move on to that? Yes. All right, let's do some releases. We are finally into September because even though this comes out on August 31st, hopefully there's nothing left in August. So let's do September. Mary, we were talking about these earlier on September 10th. What's out? It is those two additional Region 2 single movie DVDs. It's movies three and four coming out on September 10th. It's a Wednesday and they retail for 2,800 yen each. You can get them from uh, CD Japan, among other places. Mary, movie three is? Um, you know, the one with the guy and the tree and his might and the 
fruit. Movie four is... That shitty one I refuse to acknowledge its existence with a slug guy. <laughs> okay, fair enough. We'll move on. September 12th, we mentioned this earlier, is Dragon 98 Special Live. This is a live music CD. It was recorded at a festival in Shibuya back in 1998. This is actually a 10th anniversary printing re-release of the CD. We've got a track listing over in the database. Let me run through it real quick for you. Track one is Mind Power dot 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 key, which Mary is... Woo! Love it. Yeah, but what is it? It's, you know, a Trunks image song kind of thing. Yeah, but it was actually used. And it was an insert song. In what? Uh, the Dragon Ball Z show. Don't you remember the episode number? Come no, on. I used to, but, I actually you know, do. I grew up. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> oh, no, it's like 130-something. Yes, 139. Oh, See, you still know shit. your shit. Don't pretend that you're an adult. <laughs> I used to know the exact number. All right, moving on. Track two is White and World and True, which is an image song. Track three is Warning of Danger, which is an image song, but a great one. Track four is Unme no Hi Tamashi Tai Tamashi, which Mary is. It's a Gohan Super Saiyan 2 insert song. Yes, and do you remember the episode number? 140. No. no. One seven no. six five four. No. 184. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Track five is Oga no Kampasu, which is an image song. Track six is Aquarium no Yoru, which is an image song. Track seven is Forever. Ever, which is an image song, but it's uh, Hironobu Kageyama Piano, a very pretty one. Track 8 is Hikari no Willpower. Mary, this Hikari is up your alley no again. Willpower. What it's, be this um, one? It's an all-purpose trunk song, but it's not just a trunk song. It's used lots of places. It originated in a video game, and then it just kind of got used over and over again because it's just that awesome. In video games, but it's always kind of tied to trunks. That's mm-hmm. where it started as. Track 9 is Cool Cool Dandy, another one of your favorite image songs. Yeah, I kind of have a love-hate relationship with it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you liked it. Whatever. A little. Track 10, I think I like this one, Brain Dance. Yes, I love Brain Dance. Fan of Brain Dance. And then finally, it closes out with Chala Hedchala, and it's actually a live performance of the Jungle Fever mix version of the song. One of my favorite tracks on there. So this new release is coming out, like I said, on September 12th. Catalog numbers BSCH30088, 2400 yen, so about 24 bucks, not too shabby. CD Japan, all those regular places. Mary, let's take it to September 16th. Over here in the US, we got some stuff. What's we got first? a ton of stuff coming out. Dragon Ball. Ball Viz Big Edition Volume 2 covers graphic novels, volumes 4 through 6, and it takes you uh, a little bit into the 21st Tenkaichi Budokai into the general blue stuff. It's actually only 18 bucks, so if you missed out on all this stuff before, I guess this is worth your while. And pre-order it from Amazon for only $12.23 if you act now. Not too shabby. Also that day, we've got Dragon Ball Z Season 6 coming out from Funimation. This is their faux remastered, widescreen, cropped, etc. You know the deal. It's the sell game. It's a retail price of about 50 bucks. Right now, Amazon's got a pre-order price of 30 bucks. Not too bad right there. Mary, also that day, we got some other stuff from Funimation. Would it be... First of all, that cover bothers me. Why? I don't know. Because it's Frieza Saga Goku? Well, that too, and... (laughs) Yeah, actually, that's it. Okay. (laughs) Okay, we got Dragon Ball Z movies 3 and 4, double featured, you know, the usual faux remastered, widescreen, blah, 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 blah. Uh, coming out on both regular DVD and Blu-ray DVD. Uh, you can get them on Amazon, as usual. Some cheap pre-orders over there. Uh, a little, about 10 bucks off on the DVD, and about 12-ish bucks off off on the, uh, the, those are words, Blu-ray right there. So if you're going to pick up the Blu-ray, Amazon's a pretty good place to do that. Let's move on. Uh, last stuff I see coming out in the month, September 17th, we're moving over to France. We got Dragon Ball GT Volume 5. This is the Spanish R2 PAL release. It's a two-disc set of La Saga de Baby. This will be episodes 33 to 40. It's 24.95 euros and Zona DVD.com. But Mary, we also got something else that same yes, day. another one. It's Dragon Ball Z Volume 20. 
25, also a Spanish Region 2 HAL DVD. It's a two-disc set of La Saga de Boo. It's episodes 200 through 207, and it retails for 24.95 euros. That's bad. right. Not Same bad. place, sonadvd.com. Get that info. They're actually officially starting the Boo stuff. That's it for releases. Uh, September's a pretty busy month. October's looking pretty slow, and then we kind of don't know a whole lot for the rest of the year. But uh, since it's only September now, we'll take October when we get to October. Mary. Mike. Let's do some emails. Okay. Mary wants to take the first one here from Jess. Okay. Jess writes, hey guys, regarding an email question from last week about the UK Canada dub of DBZ, I was at Anime Next and either Brian Drummond or Brad Swale, I can't remember which or if this was at a panel or something, I heard on the autograph line, sorry, mentioned that a big reason for the alternate dub was that a certain percent of the content on either the channel or Canadian TV in general had to be made in Canada and apparently redubbing the anime counted. Right. Very bizarre. Yes, well there's a couple things here. So we did have confirmation from a couple people that the alternate English dub, which we've talked about, uh, it was Blue Water that actually did the entirety of the original Dragon Ball. So it was uh, the same Ocean Studios cast plus other people that did DBZ and Blue Water, which is the sister studio. We knew they did all of GT, but we couldn't remember if they did all of Dragon Ball. They did indeed do all of Dragon Ball. Now, with regards to Canadian content, what's interesting about this is it was actually primarily produced, I I think, for the UK market and somehow was airing on Canadian television as well. There's this whole thing called Canadian content is kind of its general flagship title for it. Yeah, there is something in Canadian Canada. pride. Yeah, it's a really Made big deal. Because it's almost seen as like protectionism where we don't want outside, like xenophobia almost, where they require that a certain percentage of things that air on Canadian television have to be created in Canada before, for the channel to like play other things as well. It's really, really weird and they're kind of afraid of Canadian television basically just being American television and having no, no American content. We wouldn't content. want that now, would we? It's not that all of Canada is the same as Quebec with, you know, wanting to speak French and stuff. But it's very similar to France and the French language where, you know, all these pronunciations and spellings were developed long ago and they, like, refuse to adopt changes to the language. It's just this really, really weird thing, kind of like a refusal to adapt and change over time. But anyways, could that have affected this new English dub, this alternate English dub? Absolutely very much because these are all the Canadian actors. That makes sense why it could air over there as opposed to the Funimation dub. That could explain why they were flip-flopping all over the place. Whatever was made first, they would air. And then when they would re-air it, it would be a completely different dub or whatever. But you can read up on this Canadian content thing. We'll just give you a link to the Wikipedia entry. That does a good enough thing. Mary, you might actually remember when um, the whole G4 and Tech TV thing went awry. There was that G4 Tech TV for a while, and they were doing programming up in Canada. Remember that alternate call for help? Yeah, yeah. With uh, Leo and Amber MacArthur? That wasn't the same call for help that was down here. It was like this new production. That was done in Canada for airing in Canada. So gotcha. that's kind of how that works out there. Anyways, moving on. I will take the next email here. Mary, what do you think the name is? Stuart Hickey? Stuart Hickey? Yeah. All right, from Stuart Hickey. Hi, Mary, Mike, Julian, Jeff, and loved ones. I have a question about movie four, I think it is. And I'm going to try and do this all in one breath. You think I can do it? We'll see. It's about Slug, his aura slash energy glows yellow like Super Saiyan Golden Glow. Why is it that Goku glows golden like he does when he's Super Saiyan? Can you explain it that you for doing the podcast? It's a laugh and informative and I enjoy it a lot. And thank you for the info about the live action movie and the games and all things Dragon Ball. I keep having fun and producing the podcast and I will keep listening. I'm a bit behind on listening because I've been away and thank you so much. Take care. Oh, good job. Holy crap. Anyways, so I think the real question in here is about Dragon Ball Z Movie 4, which 
Mary, you love so much. Oh, yes. Couple questions about Slug and his aura and then Goku's aura uh, in that movie. So a couple little bits of information here. DBZ Movie 4 first premiered in March 1991. The chapter where Goku goes Super Saiyan in the manga didn't happen until April 1991. Whoa. So there's a little bit of a difference here. If you remember, the title of Movie 4 is Super Saiyan Da Son Goku. It was kind of their own explanation, sort of, of what this Super Saiyan is going to be because they've been throwing the phrase around in the series forever, but they haven't actually shown it. So Movie 4 comes up with this almost alternate form of Super Saiyan. It was given a name in Daizenshu 7. It was called Giji Super Saiyan, or kind of like quasi Super Saiyan. If you remember, his hair kind of goes up and gets a, like a Kaiokenish aura around himself and the pupils disappear briefly. It was just this weird, not really Super Saiyan thing. And it was actually uh, slightly referenced again in the Anoyoichi Budokai era of the TV series. Really? Yes. I do not remember this. That's one of the topics we're going to be doing in the future. Like we did with the Garlic Jr. arc, we're going to torture ourselves with the Anoyuichi Budokai and do a review on it. No. I think it's much shorter, though, so that's something. But anyway, so about Slug, and Slug's got his own aura going on there. The whole deal with Slug, it was almost a retelling of the Piccolo Daimao arc, except without character development and any attachment to anyone whatsoever. His aura, they're trying to explain the super Namekian kind of thing. It's just artistic, kind of making people look stronger, uh, especially in these movies movies. I don't think you can really read too much into it to see what's going... Like, is this referencing this? Is this trying to explain this? It's really just a movie, and I hate to bust out that explanation, but at the end of the day, that's really what it is. Yep. So I don't know that there's any other explanations there for you. Other than that, they wanted to draw cool auras around people, and they hadn't actually seen what the real Super Saiyan is yet. So with that done, Mary, let's take it on to the next one. Mary, this next one comes from Drainko? He or she writes, hello, I'm Drainko from Venezuela. I'm kind of new to the forum, but I've been listening to the podcast since three weeks ago, and it is just amazing. I love you all. All of you are pretty cool guys, lol. By the way, what are your favorite attacks? Could you tell me why? Thanks a lot. Ooh, favorite attacks. I don't know that we've answered this before. We probably have, and I can't remember what my answer would have been. Do you have any thoughts on it? I think I've said this before, and it's purely for aesthetics, but Makan Kosapo. Oh, very true. It's, uh... Kind of one of the more neatly designed attacks. Get the spiral thing going on. It gets a nice full-page spread in the manga. Mm-hmm. Good on that. Although it's not necessarily that powerful, you know, going forward. Sure it is. It's just that everyone is it, else... When does he actually use it and it's substantial? He uses it in movie three and Taurus just kind of... It's movie. ...blocks it. Okay, and then Cell uses it on him and... Piccolo slaps it aside, and then I think Cell Juniors use it. I think a Boo thing might have used it as well. I can't remember. So it it gets used, just it kind of gets slapped away every single time. Yeah. I still like how it looks. Fair enough. Attacks for me, man, I I have a really tough time with this. I'm tempted to say something like just the Kamehameha in general. I I don't know if that's just the Street Fighter fan in me loving the the cupped hands and the big key blast forward. I don't know. I, I guess I like some of the more generic ones. They're all really neat attacks. I like kind of the earlier martial art ones a lot as well. I like the Zanzoken when it was actually something rather than people just moving fast. I don't know. Maybe I'm a fan of the Genkidama because it incorporates lots of people. And it's all about friendship and camaraderie Aww, and, and everything, life. everything I love about Shonen. So that's going to be... I'll go with the Genkidama on that. Last one here is from Tim. Tim says, hey, Mike, Mary, Julian, anyone else who may or may not be there. I just wanted to share my most recent DVD site. 
exciting. I was at CVS Drugstore and saw on the $1.99 and up rack of DVDs next to the door that they had the Bardock special and the History of Trunks special. They were in thin pack cases and the cost was $9.99 each. Anyways, keep up the good work. Ooh, CVS selling cheap Dragon Ball DVDs. Did these ever come out in thin packs? Um, I actually don't know. Maybe they were used DVDs and you then, like they put them in new boxes Oh, possibly. Because I don't remember if they ever came out in thin packs. You think of the original release? Because the re-release was in that steel pack, I think, as a double feature-ish kind of thing. I don't think it would be that because that was so recent. Right. So I don't know. Anyone else, uh, local CVS selling either new or used cheap Dragon Ball DVDs? Let us know. This could be a good source for people to pick up, you know, the TV specials that never got a chance to get them. I always love that. I remember there were a few years back, Walmart was selling the, the Pioneer releases of the first three movies for five bucks. We, we always like to keep up on this. So if people have missed something, they can go get them for cheap. So there you go. Mary, people have questions, comments, concerns, hopes, dreams, aspirations, hate mail, what they got? They go to um, their email client More, and then true. they send an email to podcast.dizex.com. That's spelled P-O-D-C-A-S-T at D-A-I-Z-E-X.com. And what is the preferred email client of Mary? I don't have one. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I like Thunderbird. I use the internet. <laughs> use the internet for sending email. Yes. You sound like an educated lady. <laughs> I send email on the internet. It's hard to believe I'm in IT. <laughs> Sometimes. That's Sometimes. all right. Sometimes. Uh, I think that's going to wrap up the episode. I wouldn't say it was a cop-out. It was a... It was a cop-out. It was a technically plagued episode. That's true. Technically difficult. But episode. damn it, we're going to get some uh, news and content out for people regardless. Next week, uh, we're going to show up with some kind of topic, and then I think the week after that, we'll schedule in the manga review of awesomeness. We're going to have some weird recording schedules coming up, because next couple Fridays in a row, we've got some shows to go to, and then AWA is next month. Oh, shit. So maybe next week we'll start talking about AWA when it's actually September. That's at the end of the month down well, in you're Atlanta. talking about it now. I know. We'll save uh, info for later because we'll do some things and places and events. So, Mary, Mike. goodbye. What are you looking at over there? Just furniture. Furniture? Yeah. You're always looking at furniture. and I'm dreaming things. of future home. Okay. Don't make fun. I'm not making fun. I'm okay. interested. My clothes have to go somewhere, too. That's true. This has four drawers. Very nice. Okay. Yeah. Your clothes can go there. <laughs> okay. Even your boxer shorts. Oh, that's fine, because they're all over the floor right now. Oh, Mary. my God, and Fujita we for his boxers. And sometimes he eats them. Mary, <laughs> Temple O Trunks. Right, that's my website, all about trunks and stuff. www.templeotrunks.com. Thank you. We'll Updated as recently you... as April. Oh, nice. Not too bad. We'll see you next week. Yeah. All right. So until next week, uh, that leaves myself and Julian, that cool guy over in Japan. We can be found at daizenshuiex, www.daizex.com. Fuck the Zeds and fuck the Pontocoms and fuck the full stops. I'm American, damn it, and I say Z. So. <laughs> nice. For everyone else there outside, I'm flooring words again. We're done with the podcast now, Mary. Okay. We'll see you next week. Yeah, see me next week. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. For Mary. Yes. For Julian. Oh. My name is Mike Pichido EX and Daizenshu EX podcast konju mo gite kudasate ya arigato gozaimasu. Jigamo o tanushimi ni! Jigamo o tanushimi ni!